2: What up, what up? What up? Curious. Are we, we are live. Are we live? Yes, we are live.
4: Oh, thank you for telling me. <laughs> you said, Greg, go live! Oh, okay, sorry. Hey, everyone. Welcome <laughs> to this live All Dolphins podcast on this Monday, December, December 11th, 2023. Somebody pointed out, I said November on Saturday. Man, I'm losing track of time here. What happens when you get old?
2: It's what happens when you miss me. Did you miss me so hard? Uh,
4: Yes, and yet I managed to survive. Imagine that. right? How about you? Did you miss me?
2: (laughs) Of course. I miss listening to you.
4: Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, On that note, we will proceed very quickly, as we always do, with uh, recognizing the player whose jersey number corresponds to the episode number. This is 157. The first go around for 57, we did Hall of Famer Dwight Stevenson. Whose numbers? Whose number absolutely should be retired if we're gonna retire jersey numbers uh, today? I'll go with Mike Colon, who's a linebacker, who was a 12th round pick in the 1970 draft. That's way before your time, Omar. Don't even don't even try to rack your brains over here. No. Uh, started for I believe it was eight seasons for the Super Bowl teams of the 1970s. Uh, probably one of the more under the radar starters on that team, but a very solid player nonetheless. So.
0: Okay. All right,
4: aware sure of that. Um, big game tonight. Not really. Dolphins are going to spank. Dolphins are favored by 13.5 points. Um, I'm, I'm awesome. going to confess something to you here. Um, as somebody who wants to see the Dolphins win, but also a fan of, of entertaining good football in general, I much prefer those big games than those games where the Dolphins are favored by 13, they're favored by 12, they're favored by 11. And I'm sure there's some fans who who couldn't care less. They just won the W no matter what. But again, to me, I'm I'm like stoked about the December 24th game against Dallas already. The Jets game next week got a little bit more intrigue for me because Zach Wilson actually looked like an NFL quarterback yesterday. Um, But this also speaks not only as, as much of it as I'm complaining about it, it speaks to the fact that the Dolphins have reached a level now where they're the type of team, I, I don't want to say they're San Francisco level, but that kind of team where they play an inferior opponent and they're gonna smack them.
2: Is San Francisco the new bar? Are they are they the gold standard of what NFL teams are or should be it's, now?
4: This season. If they're not if they're not clearly the number one team, I don't know who is. I think it's pretty clear that's the best team in the NFL.
2: It's interesting. Oh hmm. Um, I've been a fan of San Francisco. For those who know me and have followed me for years, they know I've been kind of obsessed with San Francisco um, back in the Jimmy Garoppolo days back when Mike McDaniel was the play caller that I never knew or did not know. Um, I like the way that the 49ers are built. I believe that's how you win football games, big, fast, physical talent um, everywhere
4: on the roster that that really that's a great that's a great building mode sorry go
2: ahead. it's not just the talent it's the style that you play i mean even you know what was it uh 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 aaron Rodgers basically told raheem Mostert like i still hate you or something like that uh, uh, after they eliminated green bay on their way to the super bowl
4: yeah, it's because uh, Mostert hit him up for like 220 and three touchdowns or four touchdowns or something.
2: Tough titty says the kitty. I, uh, I,
4: I understand that, but it wasn't like it wasn't about the 49ers in general. That was that was directed strictly at Raheem. I hate what you did to my team.
2: Yeah, but it's the style of play that I believe that leads to success. Even before we began um, this podcast journey, I used to talk about okay, if the dolphins can get a physical run game to balance out their offense and you know keep their defense rested they can be something special and voila here we are um five point i don't even know what it this year.
4: is we're going to go back to that and yet and this is this is where i'm going to counter again where you build a team with good players and san francisco forget what style they play they have studs everywhere on their roster and then kansas city won the super bowl and has been to the afc championship game five years in a row with a style that's completely different than that of the 49ers. You Yeah, but they groups. have
2: an elite quarterback. That's not that's not fair. I throw out the elite quarterbacks cuz I think it it becomes a lot easier when you have the elite quarterbacks like Brady and Patrick Mahomes. When you do that then, you know, bad GMs can can be hidden by the fact that their quarterback can compensate for what they're doing or what they're not doing. Like I look at the chiefs and and I watched some of that game last night. I didn't watch the the ending, but I watched some of that game last night. I still run in those Winwood streets. Um, Man. um, I'm sorry, but if you haven't looked at that roster all season and seen that you need an upgrade at wide receiver, or at least somebody who's reliable that you can count on, who's actually going to line up in the proper spots. Something's wrong with you as an organization and as a team. Like, hello. But hey, keep riding what you're riding. Keep doing what you're doing because you're going to, it's going to be the anchor that holds you down.
4: Well, absolutely. They did, they deserve to get dinged for not addressing the wide receiver core. Having said that, they also put their faith on a lot of the young players. And who could they have gotten at the trade deadline is a big question. And I know you're going to campaign here for they should have. Claim Robbie chosen when they had a the chance. Would that have solved all their issues? Who knows? And again, yesterday, I mean, seriously, not being able to line up properly and and, and I, don't, I don't. I I hope there are no anybody here saying yeah they have a gripe because because it's ticky tack. No, it's not ticky tack. They do lined up like exactly and actually ahead of the center. That's a clear penalty. Throw the flag. It wiped out like a great play by Travis Kelsey. But oh, say la vie. But we're not here to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, are we?
2: Um, we we got to. We can, especially since you you you're so obsessed with this this AFC race for the number one seed. Which why would not you, know, wouldn't you
4: be obsessed with that? Yeah,
2: you, you know, before we teamed up together, I used to follow you to pay attention to what what the heck is going on in the in the AFC. Like that was that was by far the best thing that you did because you were so you're so analytical about. This team plays this team and this team plays this team and this schedule dates this schedule and this. I was just like, okay, dumb it down for me and make it make sense. So please educate the people about what needs to happen for the Dolphins to get the number one seed because okay, I know well, you know.
4: And I'm gonna preface it, but I'm gonna scold, I'm gonna scold anybody out there who's mad that the Bills beat the Chiefs because we hate the Bills. And that may be you too, Omar, because I know you're petrified of Josh Allen this was
2: good this was very very good no 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 i i like it too i like it too as i as i told you i'll let you continue but as i told you i know i'm gonna have to see my daddy i know i i know i'm gonna have to and i'm if i want to go win the super bowl i'm it's gonna go through him so i gotta do i gotta i gotta beat i gotta get that demon off my back so they're they're a flawed team i mean and, and he's
4: if you don't think Josh Allen is a special QB, and 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 tell then 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 you just told me you've never watched the Bills play. I mean the the, the things he has to do on a team that's that's got limitations around him. Um, it's anyway. So here's the thing: what the Buffalo win did, it put the Dolphins in a position where if they take care of business at Baltimore on December 31st, that's the key game for the number one seed. Then the Dolphins, all they have to do. In their other four games, is go three and one. Sorry, why why am I hearing myself talk? Um,
2: I'm trying to I'm trying to share the video with. Oh God, okay,
4: and, and that includes Tennessee and the Jets in next two weeks. Let's assume, given the point spread, they win those two. That means you win at Baltimore. Then all you have to do is defeat Dallas on the 24th or defeat Buffalo in the regular season finale. Both games at home. You have the number one seat. That's what that, that Casey loss against Buffalo did. Because KC, like it or not, even though they're a flawed team because of their wide receiver core, mostly owns tiebreakers over everybody who's ever existed in the NFL going back five years. I mean it's, it's ridiculous. Even in the division. Because I know I'm sure if you saw Denver's not only a game behind them in the AFC West, but KC owns every tiebreaker there, too. So basically there are two games ahead with four left. So um and as far as the AFC's title, the Dolphins' magic number is three. So that means any combination of a Dolphin win or Buffalo loss adding to three gives the Dolphins the AFC's title for the first time since?
2: 2008. There you go. Tony Soprano. Why not us? You remember that year? Yes. That was yes. Very good. Very Why good. not us? Um, I, I. So, So let me ask you this question. Buffalo the only team you're worried about
4: that. Am I worried about you mean in the AFC? Yeah, no, Baltimore's a good team, but that's not, there's no, there's no team right now. I look like to me, San Francisco is clear. They're clearly, clearly the best team in the NFL. Like it's the one team where I would tell you anywhere they play, that's who's favorite. I can't say that about any other team. And that includes the AFC. Baltimore's a good team. They can be had. They got lucky yesterday. And by the way, yes, Dolphin fans, I'll spare, I'll spare you uh, the protests or the comments. That was a block in the back that sprung him on the game-winning punt return. There was a clear block in the back, maybe three yards after he started going up upfield. Yeah, but you don't call plays
2: like that to decide games.
4: Although the argument is that it decided the game because you didn't call it. So, um, and that ha- you guess what? that happens. There is bad calls everywhere. The officiating in the NFL has been I mean, bad this year. Um, so no, I, I think
2: every no, you're team has. No longer has worried spent. about Jacksonville and Baltimore.
4: I now worry. I mean, are they automatics? You face them in the playoffs. Is it an automatic?
2: No, no, no. Well, I, you're I'm talking, talking about for the number one seed. I'm, I'm trying to. Oh, no, I think it's. Okay, it's Kansas City, Baltimore, Miami. I can't even I can't even like rationalize this team with home field not not just home field advantage throughout the playoffs, but a first round bye.
4: And here's the thing: too, the flip side, I want let me go ahead and and play the other way around. If Baltimore beats, beats Miami on New Year's Eve, they're under the same scenario where all they have to do is go three and one, and sorry, uh, two and one in the other in the other three games. Mm-hmm. But they have at Jacksonville on Sunday night. They have at San Francisco. On Christmas, see, night. see why I
2: follow. See why I always follow Park. Oh,
4: there you go. And then they play Pittsburgh at home in the regular season finale. So mm-hmm. I think the yeah. Dolphins pass to number one is easier if they win that game than Baltimore wins that game. But I, I think it's coming down to to, to Baltimore or the Dolphins.
2: Hmm. Interesting. I, I'm I'm of the opinion that the number one seed would be phenomenal. But the number two seed is key and critical. Um, so hopefully that they're in one of those two spots. Um, they still got work to do. Uh, the first first mission is to get to eleven wins before you get to that tough three game stretch to close out the season. Um, and as I've always said, I, and Baltimore is Baltimore. They're going to be a scary team. They play a physical brand of football. You're gonna you're gonna if you're the Miami Dolphins, you can beat anybody if you take care of the ball and you play good defense. The problem that they've had in a lot of those tough games, especially on the road, is they have not taken care of the ball. Um, I think that that's something that they can clean up and address. Um, I think it's one of the issues that they have to fix before they can enter that stratosphere of the Super Bowl elites. But I think that they're well on their way. To me, you know the team that bothers me, or worries me, or concerns me is Buffalo at all times.
0: <laughs>
2: at all times of of the final three games, I look at Buffalo as the hardest game. Um, and for obvious logical reasons, um, if you haven't figured it out yet, Josh Allen is your daddy, um, and he's had a he hasn't played anything but phenomenal games against Miami, and he's you know i'm i'm still waiting for him to somebody to hurt him because there's it blows my mind that you can play 17 games with that style on a consistent basis and still make it a complete season um so you you still got a couple more games for for somebody to to, to give that man a, a a nice whack that that him and him and patrick mahomes patrick mahomes is a little bit more elusive and i love when he scrambles because He's going quickly and he's going to the sidelines where Josh Allen does not play that style. Josh Allen is still trying to run you over.
4: Yeah. Well, Mahomes is a little bit more elastic uh, in terms of body type. Josh Allen is just huge. I mean, it's like tackling a linebacker. There were a couple of plays yesterday. He took some big shots and I'm like staring at him to see if he's getting up wobbly as Omar has disappeared from us, hit the wrong button. Probably that's what he's been doing lately. Um, but that's the difference between the two of them. Josh Allen, plays a semi-reckless kind of style no mar's back hit the wrong button again didn't you
2: uh it, 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 it's so funny because it's like it's not a button it's the comments whenever i'm trying to scroll to the comments if i go far right it just like wipes the whole screen off and i have no idea why it does that
4: that is weird um <laughs> well, on that note how about we start tackling some of these
2: yes comments? yes yes yes
4: okay uh let's go let's go back to the top because these are the people who put the comments before
2: oh uh, let me do let me address this how's the food in the press box at hard rock
4: wow harsh, harsh. that's why that's why i don't cover the games from the press box anymore
2: oh <laughs> i'm kidding it's...
4: i'm joking i'm joking there are other factors which i have discussed before
2: <laughs> bless
4: you Thank you. Uh, what do we got here? I, there was a comment in German. Sorry, I don't know. Omar, oh, you speak German.
2: No, Donke Sheng.
4: Sorry, this is from uh, Mike Prio. Sorry, Mike, we don't speak. I, I, if you do it in French, I can help you, but not not in not in German. Whatever. Whoop, on time today? No, we were no, we were on time today actually.
2: I'm like, come on, man, we made it on time. Uh, we there, there were there were some. <coughs> I don't know what's happening here.
4: I like this one here since I'm going to longest game in NFL history. I was there crazy. Yes. Uh, the crazy Greek is referring to the last time Tennessee played at hard rock stadium, which was a 2018 season opener. I wrote about it on AllDolphins.com, where you can get all our content for free, including Omar's column that went up about an hour ago on the dolphins. And why Omar's a believer because yeah
2: man um I I've been I've been fighting it for a little while now um as you know I'm I'm not a uh I cannot sit here like from the beginning when they were talking about Super Bowl back in in OTAs and training camp I was just like why are y'all saying the S word like Super Bowl that makes no sense why are Dolphins talking about the Super Bowl um then I remember Xavier Howard said something about what Jalen Ramsey told, told him. He's like, yeah, this team, but this was before Jalen got hurt. This team reminds me a lot of the Rams team that we had that won the Super Bowl in 2021 in terms of where all the talent was. Um, and I asked Ramsey about it a couple of weeks ago and, you know, because apparently somebody was just like, yeah, I'm being misquoted. Jalen was like, I'm being misquoted. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I try to stay in my lane, so I don't, I don't really pay attention to what people are saying to other people. But I asked him about it the other day, and he was like, yeah, if you match up this team from secondary playmakers, MVP talent, pass rushers, um run game you know we match up quite well with them with that team um hell you could even throw in coaching uh, because i think that mike mcdaniel has shown you he's a he's an innovative mastermind i i I shy away from saying genius and he was like yeah as long as we continue to get that folk have that focus of what we're doing we'll, we'll 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 have our opportunities and i agree um, and just watching how this team has conducted themselves and operated. You know what really sold me? I'm going to tell you what really sold me, poopard uh, Just ignore everybody else on the podcast, okay?
4: Okay. So everybody else, cover your ears. It's just for me. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Um, it was really the Austin Jackson contract. And um, yeah, just the way that they were celebrated and we're happy for him and and it wasn't just tour or mike mcdaniel or like because we were here remember when we were here on the podcast episode 32 and we we're like
4: austin okay yeah, Jackson, I remember
2: that one austin jackson's like a top probably the top lineman in training camp and remember when i was like oh man and he's kind of shutting down jalen phillips i'm like oh okay and then he just kept practicing and performing well and new confidence and new. And the team saw that transformation. They really empowered him, built him up, lifted him up. And when he finally got his contract, everybody celebrated. It was like a victory for everybody. And well, that's
4: Sorry, but that's what happens when you have a you, when you're having in the midst of a great season and you don't have me guys in the locker room.
2: Exactly. Think about this: one third, if not more, of that team is up next year, and has their future unstable. Doesn't know where they're going to play. Doesn't know where they're going to call home. There's there's this much money left for everybody that they're, they're going to have to just jump through. Tremendous hoops and circles and and Brian Shore, brother, you're gonna have to earn your money uh this offseason. And everybody's competing for the same dollar. But for everybody to just be so thankful and supportive and appreciative of what Austin Jackson received, it's like, yeah. And and, and when Tua said he's not he's not the only guy, it's a lot of guys coming up. And a lot of guys hopefully will be rewarded for their hard work soon. I was just like, man, this team really cares about one another.
4: Okay, no, I, I agree. I agree there. Let me point out though, there's a report that apparently the uh, the salary cap is going to jump up to 240 next year, and the, more, the higher the salary cap is, the better it is for the Dolphins, considering they have a lot of guys to take care of. What
2: what is it projected at now? Because I thought it was projected at 240 to begin with. Now you're gonna make me look it up now.
4: Go ahead and look it up while I answer some of those questions.
2: Okay, well, it was it's projected at 242. It was what? At, at, at a projection of 242, they're still shit. Ooh, excuse me, I apologize for my French. How did they Oh, 36 million. Oh, yeah, Austin Jackson's number. They're 36 million over 36.7 million over the cap. I haven't looked at what Okay, Austin's so expected.
4: it's not projected at 240 right now. No, no, I'm not No, 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 no. To-
2: this is with a projection of 242.
4: Omar, I'm talking about the NFL. The NFL league-wide salary cap for each team would be 240 million.
2: Okay. Yeah, and okay. you're 36.7 million over the cap. I
4: understand, but as 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 the higher the salary cap goes, the for every team, the the more leeway it gives the Dolphins. Let's move on to that. Do, hold
2: on, you do realize what? the projection that this is working off is two million dollars over what the projection is.
4: I, no no I understand that I, you're not I understand you're not telling me anything I don't know there yeah. I want to acknowledge this because I had Grant thank you by the way and you will acknowledge Grant I was on there before Omar was put some respect on Joe Flacco's name you wow because you? you were dogging 311 three touchdowns yesterday
2: I I listen Joe Flacco is a former Man Clash player for me. So I've always been a Joe Flacco fan, but let's not pretend like he's, he hasn't been done for years with the Jets. Um but yes, he has been resurrecting that that Browns team that apparently looks like they're going to be making a playoff push.
4: Well, they always have the defense as a matter. Basically, it's get a quarterback who does who you know gets out of the way and make plays at times when needed, then you're going to be there. Uh,
2: is not that a call. Huh? Jackson deal not reported yet.
4: Not yeah. a call, oh, thank you, Omar. Let me read the question.
2: Read the question.
4: To take from first and ten, what is the best Christmas gift Omar and Poop have received? Hope you and your families had a great Christmas. Uh, do you want me to go first?
2: Yeah, you do. I, I can hand.
4: only think one. Think one off the top of my head. I don't know the name of it. It was a little. This when I was a kid, it was a little bowling game. That was I don't know it was a, like table size bowling game and the pins would be held up with a lever that you would slide on one side and they would be tightened on strings and then you would roll this little ball down down that little lane and then they would go up and then you would reset it and that for some reason that stuck in my mind uh, I'm very low maintenance as you can see
2: I remember when um, this is back in the era where you only had one TV per household or maybe you had two TVs. Um, I got a television, a 13-inch television for Christmas one year, and that's what I played my Nintendo, which I bought with my own money because my parents were not going to support me getting a Nintendo. Um, It's funny, my my brother got a computer, and I got a Nintendo. Um, They were more focused on him doing his schoolwork, and me, I had to buy my own gaming system just because, you know, that wasn't educational. Um, but anyway, let me not talk about my childhood scars. Uh, but I remember playing that television so much. Eventually, it caught on fire.
4: Oh, geez. And, okay. Yeah. What, did you did you leave it on overnight?
2: No, I was playing video games with it so much it be, it caught on fire. I don't know why. My you know my mother will tell that story today to this day. But like I played video games so much, my television caught on fire. Like literal fire, fire like
4: smoke no, I- fire. My video game stories—I played the original Pong, the first thing that ever came out. But I don't recall that as a, being a Christmas gift. But that thing was awesome because we'd never seen anything like that before. Yes, yeah. I'm old. Yes, I'm old. Uh, I like this question. It's interesting. JP Dar, is it doom and gloom for Miami if we somehow lose a game or win a close one? Uh, doom and gloom in the sense of the number one seed if the Dolphins lose. Uh, I know if a doom and gloom is a little, little strong of a term for me, but yeah, I, I would be bad if they win a close one. No, that wouldn't, that wouldn't be bad.
2: Just take care of business, win the games that you're supposed to win, and I would say win one of the final three, if not two of the final three, and you'll be all right. You'll be fine, no matter what, what, what scenarios you're, you're in. Um, that's my glass half full perspective, which everybody who knows me knows that I live in. Um, take care of business. And that means beat Tennessee tonight. That means beat the Jets next week on a short week. And that means Dallas, Baltimore, Buffalo, at least pull out one of them. At the least. Okay. Bare minimum.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
4: Steven, thank you. Oh, my God. It's Miami Dolphins football day. Do we play a front line of four or five linemen the whole game to stop Henry? You want that one?
2: Um, that would be their base defense, which they have used from time to time. No, that would be their offshoot of their base defense because their base defense is their nickel defense. Um, that would be a line that features Raquan Davis, Christian Wilkins, and Zach Sealer on the interior, and then your edges being Andrew Van Ginkle and Bradley Chubb. Uh, we will see it. How much we will see it totally depends on what the score is in the first half and how much Miami has a lead and whether or not the titans eventually abandon their style and their run game which i don't think they will because they're the titans so
4: except steven here's the thing is they don't the dolphins first of all i don't even know they have the, they have four pure defensive linemen on the, they have four pure defensive linemen on the roster not five uh well when because when they're five across and omar was mentioning bradley chubb and andrew van ginkel those guys are linebackers so the Dolphins do not line up five defensive linemen or even four defensive linemen across. They haven't done it all year, maybe in goal line situations, obviously. But yeah, I could see Raquan Davis getting maybe more snaps than he usually does, along with Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer.
2: hmm I think Deshaun Hand is probably going to be playing a prominent role as well, just because of that groin injury that Christian Wilkins is nursing. So um, I think you're you're going to not try to overload your defensive linemen because. In my opinion, it all falls apart if they fall apart. Those two key defensive linemen.
3: Yep,
4: absolutely. Oh, this is an interesting one. Yeah, I would hope too, as well. Also, Raphael, uh, good point. I hope the Dolphins do a moment of silence for Titans, Titans, Titan Frank Whitechek, who passed away over the weekend, uh, fifty-two years old. And considering they're playing the Titans, yeah, I would, I would massively hope they do it.
2: See? You you just told the lie, Mike. I just yawned. I am falling asleep. I need to take a nap, which is weird because I have to do the pregame show. So, it's going to be a long day.
4: By the way, gang, we're both old. Me more so. We both wake up early. So, please... And I
2: I don't drink coffee.
4: Please be under... Well, I pound on the coffee. I don't have that excuse, but please be be understanding if we're like... um,
2: um, I, I don't drink coffee but i do need to start looking at other alternative sources of caffeine
4: don't do celsius
2: no i i won't As celsius was giving me my uh, let me not talk because they could be a sponsor but um yeah night d
4: hop even at this point was the best choice the best choice for what
2: d hop even at this point was the best choice for what you'll have to please explain
4: Yep, correct. We don't, uh, ba, ba, ba. We're not.
2: Shall be very... Hold on. The Jets will... Carl says the Jets will not be a pushover. They will play like they have nothing to lose. Okay.
4: It'll still be a 12-point 12 12 point spread. And they, they're, Here's the thing is their offensive linemen can try as hard as they want. They still suck. Oops. Sorry. sorry. They're still subpar. How's that? Yeah. Was that too harsh?
2: No. Yeah. Um, did we finish addressing my column? Uh,
4: no. Oh, whoa, whoa, what is that here? Allen sounding like Tony Romo. No, 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 Howie. No, 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 don't like that. Why? Because I the talk about Josh Allen and things, um, some crazy things at quarterback. Please, first of all, I, I wish I were, I were Tony Romo making 18 million a year.
2: How many million? No,
4: look it up. How many? 18 million, 18 million a year. No, I
2: think he's making more than that.
4: Okay, sorry, you get the point. He's making ridiculous amount of money to call a football game, and I don't know about you, Omar, but I have never ever had my sights set on watching a game and said, "No, the wrong guy's calling it. I'm not watching." Uh, And if you're going to make the argument, well, he must be good for something. He gets all the, you know, gets all the good games. Well, yeah, because they're paying him all that money. Uh, I don't. I'm not a huge Tony Romo fan. I thought he was good at first. When he had when he had this knack of like predicting plays, uh, that disappeared, and now he's just uh, I'm, I'm not a fan.
2: Same same here, and I cannot stand him calling Buffalo's games. It's 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 just obscene. It's
4: you have a man crush on Josh Allen.
2: You have a man crush on Josh Allen. N- n- no, I just know he's he's the Dolphins' daddy. Um,
4: Okay.
2: Josh Allen is a very talented player, but Tony Romo, man, goodness gracious. It's it's kind of.
4: He has a man crush on Patrick Mahomes too. He's gushing all over the place. Uh, I'm going to put this up here because I have to address it. Alfredo Allen doesn't like to as a player. We should know this by now. He will say that's not the case, but whatever I will say is fans like you annoy me, Alfredo, I'm going to be honest with you, who who always always pound on this stupid narrative. I don't like to uh," give it up. Seriously, give it up. Uh, if I don't praise him the way you want me to praise him or I bring up something that as a caveat or nuance on a stat, when I when I personally, honestly, as a professional journalist, feel like the praise is over the top, I am still going to do it. doesn't mean I don't like Tua. So please give it up. Please stop with these obnoxious comments because quite frankly, they get a little bit on my nerves. Okay, let's move mm-hmm. on.
2: Um, here's a good one that comes from AC. Does Chase Claypool still play for us?
4: Who? I'm sorry. <laughs> he,
2: actually, he actually does. Um, and he's coming back from having his knee scoped. Um, we watch him run routes. Uh, I will say he looks like a tight end, but I've thought that for quite a while. Um, probably if he were... I don't know. I'm probably sure he's going to try to make the transition to... I mean, he's going to probably fight to play tight end a little bit longer, but he'll probably make the transition to tight end eventually
4: uh can I make a point here and this is like again Dolphins gave up practically nothing for him they're not on the hook for big money and for those who because of his name are expecting big receiving numbers I think we, we're at the point where we should give up on the idea of anybody on this team having big receiving numbers other than Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle from time to time that's what this I, I got one here I really like actually I like this and I can address it because I'm old enough. Great White Willie Shark, 1976. Omar and Allen. It feels like 1984 again. You know what? There is absolutely something to that. I will say this: they're more, they're better rounded than they were in 1984. They're much better on defense. Number one, they have a better running game than they did in '84. Um, and as good as their passing game is, even by those stand, by the standards mm-hmm. of the day, if you translate to this year, so maybe you give '84 the edge a little bit. But this, uh, to me, this is a much better rounded team. And, and that '84 team, of course, started 14, 11 and 0, got the 14 and 2, number one seed in the AFC. It's the last time the Dolphins had, had the number one seed. And then, educate
2: me, educate uh, the people.
4: Yeah, and, but then and then they spanked in the playoffs. They won 31 to 10 in the first round against Seattle. Faced Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship game after Pittsburgh upset Denver, spoiling a Marino Elway matchup. Dolphins spanked the Steelers 45 28, Marino beating his hometown team. But then they got beat in the, NFL, in the uh, Super Bowl by clearly the best team in the NFL, run no weakness anywhere. And that team was the San Francisco 49ers, which, mm-hmm. against, which again stands as the best team in the NFL right now. So that's a good call, by the way. Uh, great white really
2: I have no context to give you because I don't remember any of those teams because I was too young. Zero. So take Alan's word for it. Or or have your own. Or maybe word. I made it all up.
4: Yeah, <clears throat> maybe I made it all up. Mwah! No, I'm just kidding. Um I'm gonna answer this
2: because Oh, go ahead.
4: Sorry. Aloha from the beautiful islands.
2: I mm. um,
4: respect to anybody from Hawaii. Uh Cameron Good, what's going on with him? Major contributor on special teams and that's Major pretty
2: contributor pretty on special teams.
4: Pretty much.
2: Jay, if then if they need another pass rusher, it's going to be Jason Pierpal. Um, I'm curious to see if Emmanuel Ogba gets leapfrogged on the depth chart by Jason Pierre-Paul this week. I think his sack last week um is going to allow him to continue to maintain his playing role. Um, however, I will acknowledge he's got to get better against the run. But hey, listen um he did you know he did a podcast Raheem Raheem Mostert is is starting is entering the podcast field and and he had Emmanuel on I saw one clip and Emmanuel talked about adversity and fighting through adversity and I was just like yeah man because I I you know I've said this the whole season I I don't think anybody has been through like if you list the players who've been through like a lot this season um I, you know, had a lot of adversity, a lot of struggles, a lot of mental anguish, and a lot of mental pain. Outside of the injured players, and I wouldn't even put Jalen Phillips at the very top of the list. I put Manuel Agba there because
4: correct in terms of his role disappearing.
2: <clears based throat> mm-hmm.
4: on what he's done in the past. Oh, I agree.
2: Um, this, this guy has gone from multi-year starter. He's the highest-paid player on the team to a guy who barely plays. And in his 160 something snaps, five sacks and an interception. So it's clear it's clear he's not a scrub because you don't you scrubs don't get five sacks.
4: No, and and here's it. No, he and he's a, he's a decent pass rusher again. But you you mentioned it. He's not good against the run.
2: Isaac, uh, in, in the scheme, I don't like I don't like that because that wasn't a knock on him early in his career. I don't know what happened, but I'm going to acknowledge that it is an issue.
4: Okay, good. Let's move on. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh, You always move on from everything.
4: Yes, somebody somebody suggested you you deserved a mint for for your two thousand eight being the last time the Dolphins won the AFC East title. So there we go.
2: That was easy. That was a layup for me. Come on.
4: Well, it was, yeah, it was your second year on the beat, Isaac. Thank you for the contribution. Thank you both for your hard work and consistent work. What are your opinions on Mahomes complaining about referee calls? They usually get favorable calls. Uh, wasn't a fan of it because it's crystal clear that it was a penalty, and like you said. And I put out a tweet, and I forgot to put hashtag sarcasm, because I joked that it, you know we can understand that she's bitching because they never get calls. I'm joking; <laughs> they always get calls. So, uh, it was a bad look, and there was some suggestion that he was letting out all the frustrations he's felt all year from his wide receivers mucking up games all over the place, and especially, wouldn't you know, it would have to be Kadarius Tony who lines up he doesn't figure out how to line up i mean
2: that kid Mm, you know how i feel about him Mm -hmm.
4: (laughs) he's not doing anything to win you over is he
2: no Uh,
4: Uh, by the way when there's uh, these pauses here we're scrolling through the comments
2: it's funny you guys never mentioned health at this time of season it's literally the only thing that matters don't you health all the time (laughs) mike really are you serious like don't we mention health all the time? December. Tell, us
4: first, tell us your first time listener without telling us your first time. And I know you're not Mike. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know if you're having a good glass you mentioned of COVID.
2: health all the time. Like, are you kidding me? Um. Yeah. I don't understand. Like what, what, what makes you think that the salary cap? Okay. Somebody reported it's 140 million, uh, 242, 440 million. I, it's been projected is going to be 242 million. It's not, it's not a it's drastic rise, and I'm sure it's going to be more than 240 million. There's still you
4: just, can you just tell the people what they want to hear? And when which is the truth, is that any amount the salary cap goes up, h- however little helps out the dolphins because they have salary cap issues.
2: Yes, but also the money that they just used, which is the cap carryover, that was taking away from that, was going to negate what was what some of the debt that they have because each team this is complicated there is a salary cap for the team and then you get to carry over what you didn't spend from previous years which is your cap carryover well the dolphins have spent every gosh darn dollar this year so they have no cap carryover which is why their cap has gone up um the the numbers that i'm seeing on both websites over the cap and Spotec are not accurate primarily because the Austin Jackson details on the deal have not been reported. I've got a call in to get the detail of the deal when it's reported to the league. Um, And then everybody will be able to do their accurate projections. But I wouldn't sit there and stress about the cap that much in terms of the Dolphins being over because they're going to be able to make two, three roster moves for restructurings, including restructuring Austin Jackson's deal. Um, all they got to do is change some his base salary for next year into a roster bonus, and it'll lower it'll it'll make them commit to him for a third year, but it'll lower his cap number. They'll do the same thing with Zach Sealer. So all of these guys that have gotten their deals done this year, their salaries are going to go whatever they were do this upcoming season. It's all going to be a roster bonus. Steve, Steve Ross is going to write them a big fat check. We're going to push more credit card debt to the future, and we're going to be able to manage the roster. Um, even guys like Jalen Ramsey, restructure, roster bonus. So Steve Ross is going to be writing about, mm, I would guess, six, seven big fat checks.
4: And he won't care.
2: <laughs> That's before he even signs players to contracts. And you're right. He won't care.
4: No. Okay. Uh I just wanted to address this real quickly. I got game, New Jersey, Cincinnati, and Denver hold the tiebreaker over Buffalo. And this is where I'm going to encourage you to go to alldolphins.com, where we've already got four stories from today in the games tonight, uh, one of which is the Dolphins playoff picture after the Sunday games of Week 14. And I explain in there are all the tiebreaker procedures. And, yes, you're right, Cincinnati and Denver hold the tiebreaker over Buffalo because they beat them head-to-head. However, in the event of a three-way tie, unless there's a sweep, the head-to-head doesn't apply. So if Cincinnati, Buffalo – and another team is involved, and there's no head to head. Buffalo currently has a better AFC record conference record than Cincinnati, which is a next step in the tiebreaker
2: and this is why I always used Fopart as my cheat sheet on all these factual ridiculousness tiebreakers um if if Joe had anyway, um it's it's. It's such minutiae that I just cannot wrap my brain around it, but that's what Poupard loves.
4: And I, lo- I love minutiae. So yeah. you can
2: find it on alldolphins.com. He is dredging and just going through the minutiae of every single possible scenario and tiebreaker. And it's very informative. So you, 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 should, you should look at that so you can have your, your big synopsis of, of what needs to happen. And you know what needs to happen for me? Avoid Buffalo.
4: <laughs> yeah. Ron Robert Hunt has already been ruled out for the game tonight. Uh, there were three players listed as questionable on the final injury report Teron Armstead, Javon Holland, and Chris Brooks.
2: Uh, Chris Brooks is not going to be playing because he has to be activated. I don't see that happening.
4: It's 12 42 right now, and those roster moves, if he's to be activated, 4:00 have to take-
2: they're due at 4 p.m. Yes. Right. No, but no. hey, listen, what? I have a list of storylines for this game that are that are that are important storylines. You, you, you want to hear it?
4: That's one of my regular uh, day of the game stories.
2: Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah.
4: You can go ahead and write it. OK.
2: Duke Riley elevating himself being elevated into the blue dot player mm-hmm. and understand the significance of the blue dot player. Green 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 dot player. Yeah, why did I say blue?
0: I have no idea.
4: (laughs) I know it's not blue. Oh, maybe maybe a little subliminal stuff here going on.
2: Um. Oh, bro, I had an Expo's hat I was gonna wear for you too.
4: Are you? Oh man. Totally forgot. Uh, (laughs) Oh. man. I might I might get emotional. I see that.
2: (laughs) No, Toron Armstead. Um, I don't think he's going to be playing in this game, but could be wrong. We'll see. We're on Tehran watch. Raheem's pursuit of a thousand. Um, obviously, he got probably the lowest workload he had last week, and it's justified because Raheem needs to be rested for the for the final stretch. Is Achan going to step up and elevate and contribute as a prominent player again, like he was early in the season? Um, Tariq's pursuit of two K. Is he on pace? Um, Van Ginkle. Is Van Ginkle still ginking? Um oh, I, we, like I like that. Two gink.
4: I like
2: that. Tua, no turnovers, no turnovers, no turnovers. And then Liam filling in right guard and the re, re-imaging of the offensive line. Um, okay,
4: one, one quick thing I want to say, though. Yes, Part sir. Part of the reason with Raheem getting very few carries at Washington is they also wanted to get hn into a groove that's uh i think it was frank smith told us that mm-hmm. mark bay area fan since 1981 chargers finn game i haven't had this much fun watching football since the marino days i love the podcast fins will win super bowl if to a psyche is good after flores to a psyche already is good looks like
2: good well so that's Tua. not going
4: to be the turning factor that's that's established that to a psyche is and dude if, you, if you've been watching him Press conferences, his demeanor, and all that—the hard knocks. Dude is in a in a great place, um, mentally, professionally. You name it, he's just in a great place. That's the psyche, those psyche issues are done. Uh I don't
2: know about that. I, no, 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 no. Hear me out. You have to contradict. No, nice no, 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 no. I said what I, I said. I think I, he's confident and he knows he's good, which is something that Brian Flores made him doubt. I think his psyche is, I think Tua still beats himself up a lot because he's such a perfectionist in terms of elevating the level of his team. And I think if he doesn't play well in one of those critical three-game stretch, I think that he can put himself in a rut. And so I don't think it's in his past. I think he's got to learn how to take a quarterback's mentality and wipe, wipe 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 the mistakes away wipe the struggles away. And I think he yeah, struggles to plush it.
4: I, I don't know. I don't know if that falls into the category of psyche. I mean, that's to me, to me, the, the point that Mark was bringing up is that Flores kind of was beating him down and not showing a whole lot of confidence. And ever since Mike McDaniel came on board and I would add that Tyreek kills played a role in that as well. Uh, and I'm sure there are other players, but they have built up his confidence. They, they have, you know, shown their support there publicly behind the scenes and everywhere and I don't that issue to me is that's way in the past
2: mhm okay um, uh, hold on 256 million is the salary calculation. did you say 256 million
4: i said it was going up i thought the figure i saw was 240 i could be wrong been wrong before will be wrong again
2: if it's going up to 256 whew, that's, a lot. that's a huge massive jump there um, you go no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know because I haven't seen any stories like that,
4: Jerome. Boy. See, that hurts my feelings when it's addressed. We're doing a podcast, you and I, and it's addressed strictly to you. So go ahead, Omar. <sighs> That's rude, Jerome. Sorry. <laughs> it's rude.
2: I've never been to Florida, let alone South Florida. Who has the better weather, Hawaii? I don't know Hawaii or Florida. I have no idea what the weather's like in Hawaii. Who has got Hawaii, better? Food?
4: Guess what? I've been to Hawaii, and I'm not answering because you asked Omar.
2: Like, <laughs> stop, stop being petty.
4: No, um,
0: uh.
2: Uh-uh. I, 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 better food. Clearly, I think it's 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 South Florida from the variety that you're gonna get. Um, I think South Florida, London, Spain, um, New York, those are few of the cities, maybe Los Angeles, few of the cities where you're just going to get a smorgasbord of different ethnicities and cultures and types of food. Um, you get everything. So I don't okay. know Hawaii.
4: I'm going to be the bigger man. Even though I was offended. I'm going to be honest. Um, again, this is the All Dolphins Podcast, not the Omar Podcast. No offense, Omar. <laughs> Am I wrong? Where's a lie? Um, I've been to Hawaii twice. Went in uh, March. Of Damn, you a
2: baller, shot caller.
4: Well, here's the thing. I actually was lucky enough in one of my very last assignments at the now-defunct Miami News mm-hmm. in the newspaper to cover the Shamanad Christmas Classic, which involved the University of Miami. So Dad. that, we went to Oahu. For our honeymoon, wife and I went to, we did like 12 days, I think it was, six in Oahu and six in Maui. Okay. And the weather is not even close. Give me Hawaii every single solitary, solitary day of the week over, over South Florida weather. So that's my okay. answer.
2: All right, cool. Um, let me answer this quickly. Omar, are you still a gamer? No, I'm not.
4: Oh, well, I take care of that. Yeah. We're just going to acknowledge here. I,
2: I don't have I don't the have the time problem. to be gaming, to be honest with you. Oh, I, I would love to game. I don't have the time to game.
4: Okay, um, quick acknowledgement to Robert for the contribution. Thank you. Thank you,
2: Robert. Thank you, Robert. Great
4: Willie White Sharks. Chris Brooks going to play tonight. Omar says no, and I am. I have gone back and forth. I'm starting to incline as Omar keeps shaking his head.
2: Who Who you don't Don't even say it because I know you're going to say it. Like you know,
4: it's happening one time or another. What Omar is, referen- is, is referencing is the fact that if Chris Brooks gets moved off IR and activated to the 53-man roster. Somebody has to go, and I have said all along, it's going to be either Robbie Chosen or Or Eli Eli Apple, probably. Sorry?
2: Or Eli Apple. Mm -hmm. Or Eli
4: Apple. Probably Robbie Chosen, because they don't need seven wide receivers on the roster. But I'm thinking maybe it doesn't happen.
2: And I will argue and fight to my death to explain to you that Robbie Chosen is on the roster, because if something did dare happen to Tyreek Hill, or Jalen Waddle, Robbie Chosen is the only player on the on the team that can keep the offense consistent with who they are and what they do.
4: Listen, I like this question. It's a good one. What's the most deflated you guys have ever felt after a Dolphins game or season? I'll answer. Well, you think I'll answer for me? The one that quickly comes to mind: two thousand two season finale at New England. They needed to win to get into the playoffs. They were up 24-13 with like five minutes left. Brady throws a touchdown pass where they score a touchdown, two-point conversion. Now it's 24-21. I think I have my scores right. Uh, New England kicks off. Now there's like two or three minutes left. New England kicks off, and it takes a bad bad bounce. It's misplayed. The Dolphins wind up having to have the ball like at the five-yard line to start their drive. They have rigged. This is a year Ricky Williams led the NFL in rushing. Yeah, what
2: year is this? Two thousand two. Okay, I think I remember this. Go ahead.
4: And and then they, while they could have run the ball with with Ricky Williams, they were aggressive trying to get a first down through the ball. Did not get the first down. Had to punt. New England gets gets a field goal. As I recall, I think New England won the overtime coin toss. Well, Linda Murray kicks it out of bounds, so they start like at the 40, drive for a field goal. Uh, out of the
2: I remember that. I remember all of that, too. Uh, Oof. That was
4: painful. That was painful.
2: Um, Most deflated I've ever been was the entire 2007 season because you went into the locker room, and day after day, players knew that their coach was incompetent, and they had no chance to win the game. Um, injuries had watered down that roster to the point where they had nothing on it. And just that there was this helpless feeling up until that Buffalo, that Baltimore loss. Um, more proof that anybody can get it on any Sunday. Greg Camarillo.
4: Well, Stay Baltimore cool. was like five and eight that year, if you remember when they did. Um, mm-hmm. And then, if you also remember, Baltimore had a chance to win in the final seconds of regulation, and Brian Billick, for whatever reason, kicked a, like an 18 yard field goal. On the last play of regulation instead of going for the touchdown. They were out of the playoffs anyway, um, which was very, very weird. So um
2: Devin asks, is it possible that two takes a team friendly deal to help get other teammates signed like Hunt, Connor Williams, Wilkins, Hollins, and Waddle? Absolutely not. Um, let's start with the fact that Waddle doesn't need to be redone this year. Um, Holland does. But then again, they could force the issue and kick the can down the street like they did Jarvis Landry that season. Um, Wilkins are probably going to be franchise tag. I think Connor or Hunt, one of them stays, one of them goes. Um, But Tua is not taking any team-friendly deal. What Tua will do is restructure his deal in future years to allow the team to continuously create cap space. But that restructuring basically means Steve Ross, write me another big fat check. Continuing to push the credit card bill. Down the road, yeah. The idea um, of
4: players leaving money on the table just to try to run it back. That's yeah.
2: um
4: the rare no, bird who would do that.
2: Yeah. Um
4: you know, no, no 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 hold on, oh,
0: oh, no, hold on, no, 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 no.
4: Alex seed I you're not understanding the cap went down. No, the cap was, was not going down, was going up. I I saw I saw a headline, and maybe I shouldn't brought it up because I just saw a tweet very quickly. I didn't read the story. The cap was going up, not down. Sorry.
2: Maybe I need to look at what this cap story is since you people are just continuously talking about it. Live in the now. I know I brought up the capocalypse, but...
4: Okay. Uh, that's a good...
2: Oh, wow. Again, yeah, of course it's going to exceed 240. What... Joe jo- Levesque. Joe Levesque.
4: That's Everybody knows, goal.
2: like what what there's a report that the cap's going to exceed 240. Everybody in the world knows the cap's going to exceed 240. Like, what's the big? What's the news?
4: you are interrupting my moment with Joe here. If you're Joe, if you actually recall what the game, what the game was, if you can give me the name, you'll be you'll be my hero for for a while. That's awesome. That somebody recognized the game I was talking about.
2: I have no idea what you're talking about.
4: Uh, the the greatest gift, I, the Christmas gift, I remembered.
2: The bowling game. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh It's going to be it. Sure. Craig is saying 256. Who is saying 256? My friend Craig was just... Who is projecting? Who in the world is projecting the cap's going to be 256?
4: The the, the the tweet I saw was from Tom Pellicero. And like I said, my Tom bad Pe- for not reading it. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom Pellicero would know, by the way, since he works for... Yes, Tom so Pellicero knows. He it network.
2: If Tom Pelissero says the cap's going to be 256, then I believe the cap's going to be 256. But every single story that I read says the cap is going to be over 240. Okay, no, f- shoot, Sherlock. Um, can we please get Durham Smythe a touchdown tonight? Stop betting. That's what I'm going to. Re- that's what I'm going to tell you to do.
4: That's flushing your money down the toilet. Or if you drafted him for fantasy football, you did get the wrong dude. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Gene, would it be deemed a failed season if the Dolphins win only one playoff game?
2: Nope. Don't change your, don't change your bar. That was my bar at the beginning of the season. Win a oh, playoff game.
4: I agree. Uh, I got game. Oh, what?
2: How come Poop never tells me he loves me like Omar does on X? I don't like calling it X, by the way. I told the people I love them. Poop. They need to know. Yeah, you know.
4: You're, yeah, you're you're a lot more lovey, Dovey, than I am. I'm I'm like a little bit more little bit more reserved with my feelings.
2: <laughs> but I,
4: I I have I not said I appreciate every each and every one of you, even those who keep taking shots at me or keep saying things that I don't say.
2: Mm, interesting. This is a good question. Um, Isaac Garcia says, "Who would you rather have at running back right now? If, if everything is in their prime, like is that that the question? Because we're not, or, or are we talking about the during their Dolphins career? Um, I was a big fan of Reggie Bush. One, Frank Gore is like one of my favorite dudes, close friend of mine. So I love Frank Gore. Um, he was aged when he was here. Um, man,
4: that's being polite."
2: Frank knows what it is. I know. And, and, he, was and still,
4: he was still productive. His, his yards per carry average, actually was I think.
2: Frank can play right now and still be productive. Um, I saw him at the fight, at a fight recently because he's a big fight guy. He's on the 49ers staff. Because um, oh, okay. I, I always told Frank, like, bro, you need to get into scouting. Forget all this coaching stuff. You need to do scouting because too many of these teams don't have people who actually know what real talent looks like and what real ability looks like and knows how it it plays in the trenches. And you do. And I'm glad he listened to me about it because he wanted to do coaching. I was just like, don't do that. Don't do that. Have a life. Go be a scout because you can make a difference for an organization.
4: Okay. uh, So your answer here would be Reggie Bush?
2: Yeah, my answer would be Reggie Bush. I like Raheem, but man, Reggie Bush was everything. Reggie Bush added everything. Yeah. Um, what you I going think, with? What you
4: going I'm with? Not, I'm not so sure I wouldn't stick with Raheem because Raheem has an element of physicality to his running style that that Reggie didn't have.
2: That's a very strong point. Very right. strong point. And he, both of them have speed. Mm-hmm.
4: So I think to me it would be the way this offense is constructed, which is – the way this offense is constructed, I would go Mostert, Bush, Miller, Gore. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not my ranking of them as, as running backs I'm talking about for the fit right now. Uh, let's address this here. The Finman, how come Tua is not on the MVP talk when his numbers are in the same stratosphere as the other potential MVPs? Wrong. He is very much in the, in the MVP talk. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, the last odds last week, he was tied for fifth with Lamar Jackson.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Behind Brock Purdy, Doc Prescott, I forget uh, Jalen Hurts. We probably we will slide behind them. Um, Lamar Jackson didn't certainly didn't hurt his cause yesterday by driving the, the Ravens to a game leading field go- uh, touchdown. Sorry, in the last minute when they need a touchdown or where they're going to lose. <clears throat> uh, Prescott Prescott's stock is shooting through the roof um and by the way did you see that did you see that side with dallas that they've they might have tied a mark for most wins by 20 points or more in a long long time they have eight wins by 20 points or more and this is where we insert yes they have played a soft schedule uh and the dolphins the dolphins are as impressive as they've been offensively has have four of those by 21 20 points or more
2: only poop art stats
4: and and brock purdy also his is, stock doing nothing but that so
2: uh but uh, albert uh i would like to address your question stop saying josh allen is our daddy he is your daddy he is your daddy he pays child support support be respectful to your daddy he owns you it's not even close put you over his knee if he wants to
4: wow uh, that, and that's that's all oh, I'm not touching that. That's completely real. real. I will say True. that Josh Allen has given the Dolphins trouble, although he did throw a couple of picks, was it two or three picks in the playoff game last year, which is the only reason the Dolphins were able to stay in the game.
2: Mike Manjaras says, "What's the percentage of us getting hurts?" I'm going to put it at two percent.
4: Uh, okay, Mike. Uh, here's a, the report again. The report I saw. This one I saw more clearly. Supposedly he's in talks with six contenders. Dolphins certainly are a contender. Mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard is back for the Eagles. I don't know how that would affect that situation. To me, Baltimore still makes the most sense for him and for team, given how much Lamar used to love Mark used to use Mark Andrews. And now he's gone. So
2: didn't I, didn't I say this, true Finn fan? Didn't I say like enjoy the season, enjoy now. Don't worry about the cap later. Like they'll figure it out. The, yeah. Steve Ross. Steve Ross is writing big fat checks. We we know it. Like they'll they'll figure it out. Enjoy this team. Enjoy the okay. season.
4: Don't take it out before I give my 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 love you back.
2: I promise. Uh, I oh, oh love, I love, you, you.
4: love you. Oh damn! Friend.
2: I told. Well, did I you ignore man. the love you poop part?
4: Somebody who tells me they love me, I love them back. Is that wrong? Probably probably not wrong. Probably wrong. This is a weird one. I don't know what to do about that one. Poop's beard better than Brian Flores' ego. I have no idea what that means. It was It's funny, but I have no idea what that means.
0: Uh-huh. And by the
4: way, I've mentioned a couple of times the beard which I've had since I've been married, basically, since after my we got back from the honeymoon 18 years ago, I've like thrown out the idea a couple of times of like eh, maybe I should like for a change and it was like always no 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 and my kids were like ah no so no stay uh, uh let me let's address this one though and, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have your back on this one I got a game new Josh Allen is on one versus McDaniel in Miami just saying you do realize the stats in that game were 497 yards for the Bills and 245 for the Dolphins It wasn't because Josh Allen wasn't moving the ball at will against the Dolphin defense. Mm -hmm. See, I got your back, Omar.
2: Thank you. This is another one. Like, what is going on? Are you guys going to mention health? Like, when have we not talked about health? Like, Scummy, and we know you're here every day. We know you're here on every podcast. We talk about health all the time. Like I'm puzzled. What, what what do we need to say?
4: If anything, we do it too much. This is an interesting one here.
2: And I, I, I and Bernard Taylor, who I absolutely love, he's on Instagram. Um, he's a big dolphin fan, and he's funny as hell on Instagram. And uh, you can find him on all the channels. Um, um, he's a firefighter, workout fanatic, big time dolphin fans love his videos.
4: Much much respect for much respect for firefighters. I have, a, I have mm-hmm. uh, cousins who are in that profession. That's a very good question. Also, there is a scenario where the Dolphins lock up the number one seed with a win at Baltimore. That's if they go four and zero in the next four, and would be resting players versus the Bills in the finale. Would they? Though, I don't. Th- I personally don't think they would. Then if they trying. lock up
2: the number one seed, mm-mm. and this team, they want the Bills. They want that. That first game was an embarrassment. They want the Bills. And that's you could tell you could tell of all the games that they're looking forward to. They're looking forward to that season finale.
4: Yeah, but Omar, to me, to me, it's a lot more about practical matters, because if you clinch against Baltimore, then you're going to sit your, your your starters against Buffalo. Then you're going to have a bye. You're going to go three weeks without playing. I, I don't see that happening. What I do see is if anybody's got any kind of
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
4: injury, those guys are resting. But the idea of resting starters, I'm not buying it for a second. And I could be wrong, but I'm not, I'm not seeing
2: it. All right, let's take a couple more because I got to take a nap. AARP a- members <laughs> love naps; that is true. Yes, we do. <laughs> I'm like- not even I'm not even there yet. You right. do you remember? Like I, I I I fight with my daughter about nap time, especially on the weekends and you know she's like why do i have to take a nap and i'm like cuz daddy needs a nap like
4: and <laughs> yeah, you think that's going to make a difference to to Milo?
2: yeah no daddy needs a nap that's why we're we're taking a nap and you know fortunately she's 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 working on it
4: um no i know no you were saying it like it's a bad thing
2: no, I love it. I, I I'm I'm dead, I am dead serious. I need a nap because I gotta go do I gotta do a four hour pregame show, and people don't realize this, but when you talk for four hours, it is exhausting. It is so I mean, I'm complaining about something that you know I dreamed about doing as a kid.
4: First world problems.
2: Yeah, it's it's absolutely a first world problem, but I get so tired by the time it's over, and then the game starts. Imagine that. Um mm. um what's up fins tonight um i'm trying to find questions because i
4: you have to go take a nap i know uh
2: 52 million for 2024 and two t- t- by who reported by who true fin fan 78 please tell me who is reporting 252 please okay. please
4: this is an interesting question here well tonight's game beyond hard knocks i would imagine that's a longer question right
2: It's gonna be a very difficult all night edit because more than likely their episode has to be turned into, um, you you have to do color coding. Um, That takes a long time. So they probably saved like a 10 minute block to create, to color code the episode. Yes, because they they cannot, yes, but it's gonna be probably the roughest night of their year. When I'm talking all nighter, I'm talking-
4: sucks to be them, I'm sorry. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh it's going to be it's going to be tough but they probably cut up the episode already and have it up until game probably will be editing in the truck as the game goes on and have stuff sent to them at halftime and they are going to be doing an all nighter so they can probably have to, the episode turned in I'm guessing at 10 or noon Okay want to
4: address this one here just just as a point of information here, um, same same gentleman or, or lady who just asked the hard, nice question, two interactions split MVP. If we go number one seat in the end, the way the uh, they changed the voting a couple of years ago, it's then the number of voters is still fifty, but it used to be that the fifty voters would vote for one player, and that'd be it. Uh, starting, I think it was started in twenty twenty one. Now they vote one through five. And then they do a point tabulation. So the odds that you're going to have the exact same point, and it's five points for first place, four, three, two, one. The odds that you're going to have the exact same point total for two players, mm-hmm. pretty uh, pretty long, I would imagine.
2: Answer this one. Is Javon Holland playing tonight?
4: Oh, crystal ball, crystal ball. Um,
2: yes. I'm going with no.
4: You, you said no, right?
2: Yeah, I said no.
4: There's a mint on the line for that.
2: Uh <laughs> I, I I just don't see the need. I don't see the significance. Um, especially with I don't and I don't even know what the knee issue is or what's going on, but I just don't see the benefit to it. Oh, Drew Rosenhaus reported it that it's gonna be two fifty-two.
4: Okay, there you
2: go. I mean Drew would kinda know, but is Drew and Drew would be hearing it from agents, but is Drew really a credible source that I, I want to cite? The Drew Rosenhaus said that the calorie cap is going to be 252. Not that I'm doubting it, but um, there, I,
4: th- I think he might have a notion, dude. Seriously,
2: yeah. I mean, no, because you know what it's tabulated on, it's tabulated on revenue, revenue, yeah, which there's no way that they can tell the exact revenue. Now, could, could it be? They, sure. can, they can estimate and then get by the way and you don't think that you're telling hard. hold on you're telling me for it to be 252 because of the split you're telling me that that's 10 million more every team has made 20 million more this season than they made last season over what the projected revenue is they've made 20 million dollars more over what the projected revenue is that, every would, surprise team. that would surprise you well dude, everything's pulled. I know, but 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 that's ridiculous. On average, on, on really? average. Yeah.
4: I mean, Come this on. is like this league is like okay.
2: They're printing money. You're right, but that's ridiculous. that Poopar, would be- you
4: never. Sorry, Omar. Poopar, you never get over trauma and flow. Put some traumas into his life. You put trauma in my life, but not including the T in my last name. So now I'll never get over it. Three years from now, we will revisit this, and I will still be traumatized. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, here's the thing. I get you with trauma, but when you've had for the past, what, 18 months, constant positive reinforcement, you're the man, we love you, you're the guy, Tua is the most accurate passer, Tyreek Singh, tell him that, Tua is my MVP, Tua, you, you're our man, you're going to get it done. I think at some point, I think Tua has has moved on past that. I could be wrong. I'm not a psychologist. I hated psychology in college. Hated that class.
2: There's a good question for you, Poop. Go ahead. You're a hater. Oh, why do you hate my dolphins so much? Love y'all. Oh, we love you, Jean Pierre. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't hate the dolphins. I'm gonna say the,
4: them... answer, the answer is no, same here.
2: I, I hold them accountable, that's what I do. Um, and this is a very good team, as you can find on a podcast that I, I mean, on a episode that we just put up. Um, uh, uh sorry, a column that we just put up where I'm basically saying that the Miami Dolphins are a Super Bowl caliber team which is something that if you follow this podcast you know I have been terrified to even say will acknowledge won't admit um I'm I'm starting to believe it now I and you can find that column on alldolphins.com you can find it on my timeline I'll tweet it out when I'm finished would love for you to read it um and you know I don't know poopard has has not been shy about saying it so no
4: and I would I would just say here here's the difference we with two professional journalists who have done this for a very very long time it's not if if not if us not not taking out the pom-poms and going like this or the the waving with you the little banners makes us haters then okay we're haters but um i I, I take objection to, to to that statement
2: mm-hmm um, All right, brother, we got to get out of here because we've done now this podcast for 72 minutes. We can make it three if, there, if there's three more minutes, if there are any other fresh questions.
4: Okay, let's see. Uh, it's an interesting one here. I don't know if it's that interesting, but.
2: Uh, we appreciate you and Poop. Uh, you're so much better than, than you were first when you, when you first got here. Now, one of my favorites, Poop and Big O2. Uh, well, can you tell us how you developed your craft?
4: That's just for you that's just strictly an no Omar question. Boo.
2: No 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 no, ahead, no, no no no. No no no. Um Go ahead. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> I'm just, finally he admits it <laughs> like I'm just I'm just lear- learning every day. You know what I tell young writers, young podcasters, young journalists, young social media influencers, find your voice, be authentic be yourself. Um when you do that, people will gravitate to you. If you're not authentic to, and you're not yourself, um and you're somebody you're pretending to be, people going to hate you anyway. So at least make them hate your real self. Um and just be original.
4: And to li- Whoa, hold on, hold
2: on. What, what am I missing here?
4: For anybody who might go to the game, we have all stadium parking is sold out and no day of parking will be available for the game tonight. Fans without a prepaid parking pass are encouraged to use RideShare or take the bright line. Okay. Okay. Um, for me, I would give you the two pieces of advice I would have is make sure when you have opinion, it's well-researched and not just off the cuff. And then number two, never make it personal which is which is why by the way which is why i take such offense whenever the whole poop is a tour hater crap comes out because i don't make it personal uh, it's not it's strictly about you know them as players uh we have we have a contribution here we have to acknowledge okay go ahead
2: Oh, what the That's a different contribution. I think I just saw the one you're saying.
4: Yes, but we have we have to acknowledge it, and I have to find it. Okay.
2: Look, sorry to stir the hornet's nest. Am I crazy to think Tua hasn't been stellar lately under the Sunday and Monday night lights? It's poop. That's all you. You know you 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 know you into-
4: Well, it, it, they played at Philly this year. Wasn't great. What other night game they play this year? uh Last year against Pittsburgh wasn't good. let me I, You have to forgive me. I have to look at my media guy here because I came out. Oh, at New England, at New England, he was he was solid uh, in, in week two this this year. And then the only other one I think last year was at Cincinnati. We all know how that that came out. So I I don't know that I put some kind of big blanket over that to be honest. uh Definitely want to acknowledge, acknowledge Calvin. Thank you very much, Calvin.
2: Yeah, thank you, Calvin. I've been following you guys for decades. Loved your work. Guys, why do you make me read, Poop? I hate reading out loud. I I always had this trauma. I'm confessing here on on our podcast. When the teachers required me to read out loud in class, I'd always have this trauma and have this anxiety. I hate reading out loud. Like, I loathe it. Like, I don't even really like reading to my children, even out loud, because I have to – it's like a stigma I have. And you make me do it all. You
4: make your money is talking. That's, okay, I'll go ahead. I and read talk,
2: it. but I don't read out loud because then thanks. when I stumble, like I feel insecure about it.
4: Oh, so it's, it's all good. Okay, I've been following you guys for for decade and love your work. Thank for thanks for that, guys. Tour has already named the offense. Looks like money offense, L L M O, pronounced limo. And tour is the dispatcher and has several drivers to choose from: Tariq, Waddle, Raheem, and H Chan to name a few. That's- I, I actually I like
2: looks like money. I like it. LLM. Oh, is
4: that a reference to his to the
2: when when everybody criticizes his passes, touchdown passes? Oh, yeah. That's funny. Le- le- yeah, looks like money to me. Yeah. I was like, man, that is actually a nice name. And by the way, for those who keep bringing up the idea of this trauma, do you think if
4: Tom if tour was still traumatized and had had issues with self confidence that he would throw like, I don't know, it looked like money to me. Um or is he compensating? Is that what we're, we're gonna get to?
2: I I he's so unique. Um, notice I said unique and not weirdo.
4: <laughs> <You've> like,
2: <laughs> I, I've taken <laughs> like a two year, <laughs> year beating for calling him a weirdo. Yes. <laughs> I have, yes, I have taken a two-year beating for calling him a weirdo, which was not my intent. He's different. He's unique. He's not weird. Even though Tua himself will admit I'm very, like, unorthodox. Quirky.
4: Quirky. Quirky, quirky,
2: quirky. quirky. And he is absolutely quirky. Um, But it makes him lovable. It really does. He's a good dude. That's,
4: I mean, it's... You add the two together, he's he's, he's he's at heart a good kid. I mean, a kid, I'm 61, so obviously.
2: Yeah. And for those who made it this far, how many people are watching live? 966. 966? Jesus, yeah. Lord. I'm sorry I need a nap, people. Um, But I'll share something with you that nobody has told you. And Tua had a conversation with the media the other day. And he was trying to see, he asked us for what our thoughts on about Hard Knocks, like him opening himself up to Hard Knocks and whether we thought it was a good idea. And a lot of us told him, like, we think it's a good idea because like people, one, people love you and people gravitate to you and people absolutely like people. I don't think to a nose, like the good portion of the world is obsessed with him, good or bad um and this is more more than we would see with normal players i just think i don't i don't know what creates it but but everybody loves him and i think that they want to see more of him and they want to know more of what makes him tick and i just think he needs to show the world he's quirky and i you know and i think it'll make people love him even more so hopefully he does it there's no guarantee he will
4: I, I like those historical questions cause, I don't, because I like them. Uh, Pupar, that question I want to ask you, when the Finns played Washington, what will it take for the killer bees defense? Bob Brzezinski, a, to, a.k.a. the Finns' ring of honor, should he be?
2: Ooh, answer. Waiting. Mm. Damn. No.
4: I it was – First of all, it's called the dolphin on a roll, and to me, he was a he was a solid player. You can't put everybody up there. Uh,
2: okay, Ring of Honor. Uh,
4: well, Zach Thomas Cam and Jason Wick? Taylor need to go in there. Cam Wake, absolutely, without a doubt. Rashad Jones, borderline,
2: borderline,
4: interesting, borderline. but definitely long before Bob Brodzinski. <clears throat> um, and there's nothing against him. He was a good player, good solid yeah. player, but long before him, Jason Taylor, Zach Zach Thomas. Cam
2: Um also I wanted to address Tua does not watch Hard Knocks because he didn't even know Andrew Van Ginkel was featured on it, by the way. He's he to lives in his world with blinders on, which I absolutely love. And I think it's 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 I think it's very um I don't know what the right word I'm looking for is. I think it's it's perfect poetry for who he is. Like Tua like lives his life like this. And if it's not within those blinders, he doesn't see it. And it's it's refreshing.
4: No, I mean, again, if, you, if you're an NFL player, I, th- I think from whenever to whenever, from like mid-July to, to whenever the season ends, I think they, I'm sure he's not the only one who's like this and they need to be like this.
2: He's mm-hmm. not the only,
4: don't make it sound like he's the only one. He's not I'm the only not-
2: one. 15%, 15% of people can have that kind of, like blinder focus on in the NFL. No, they don't. Okay. They don't. Mm-mm. And
4: that, I'm rolling my eyes. Not because I, I'm a hater, but because I think that's, that's a ridiculously low number. But we can, oh, are you kidding start?
2: me? Please. No,
4: I'm not kidding. Name man. me
2: five dolphins, you know, that lived their life like two with blinders on.
4: Let me look at the roster. Oh,
2: uh, you want, Oh, I was giving you all time. You, you if you Alon want, I'm on Armstead. Bull crap. During
4: the during season. Bull crap. Okay, I said what I said, I, and
2: I can tell you for a fact you're wrong. Go ahead. Okay. Poop.
4: What time do I do? You wake up six a.m.
2: You didn't night. answer my question. I want five players. Oh for
4: Christ, Vic, dude! If if I, if anybody I name, you're gonna go now. Nah, nah. Go
2: if, if if That's if if I, I believe time. it, I'll give it to you.
4: Okay, well, I'm looking at you, I'm are gonna make me look at the roster. They, I, I don't even need this roster.
2: I need you could go all time. They, you don't think Dan Marino was like this during during the season? You don't think John Offerdahl was like this during, during the this. season? No. Okay. John Offerdahl. John Off I don't know John. That's no. before your time? Okay. Uh, no.
4: No. Uh, dude, I'm not. Thing? I'm not engaging you in this because okay. anybody I mention, you're gonna poo poo. So what's the point?
2: No. Uh, no i I like. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, well, Why don't you take that question now?
4: Which one? You already
2: pooped like on Bob Budzinski. You pooped on Sweet, Bob there you
4: go. Budzinski often comes up on the top of the list of Dolphin players who never made a Pro Bowl but should have. Well, if he never made a Pro Bowl, should he really be in the Dolphin honor roll? And and let me double check because I'm not sure about that. You want to look for other questions? Are we going to call it a day or what's
2: the deal? Uh, you're my Bell Ring of Honor. No, no. Yeah. I, I would, I, you know, I, I would love to know what your mind bell is doing that like right now. There are they're, they're players that I often think like even Charles Clay, I would love to know what Charles Clay is doing right now. Like mm-hmm. they're just things. Kenny Stills, even though I've seen some of the things he does on social media and I'm not commenting on it one way or the other, but a lot. Kenny Stills is such an interesting guy, even though we never really got along we had a level of respect for one another.
4: Who, Kenny Stills? Yeah. I I I like Kenny Stills. Uh Billy Billy Batson saying Ricky Williams was focused during the season. And of course you're gonna say no.
2: Ricky Williams was never focused on anything. Ricky Williams's focus like jumped around to everything. Like Ricky was taking like Holistic healing classes during football season. You want to talk about him being focused? Like, come on, bro. Like, he was learning how to be a masseuse during the season. Come on, bro. Like,
4: okay, but but seriously, but no, dude, you, you you're like making it sound like like Tua does absolutely nothing outside of football during football season.
2: He plays music. He he. he okay, he, and that's
4: yeah. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, but okay. <laughs> Jay, Jay Cutler was focused. That's funny. I'm sorry. That's funny. You got to put it up there. Jay, Jay Cutler was
2: Custer. focused on not getting hurt. That's what Jay Cutler was. Funny.
4: Jay, that's funny.
2: All right. We got to get yeah, out on that note. Yeah. I appreciate everybody who yep. comes, who watches, who contributed. Um, you know how to find our work. It's on alldolphins.com. Um, for free, no subscription, no paywall. Uh, Poupard's got five stories up right now. I'm positive about it. You really um, he's, probably got, that thing. he's probably got another five planned for later. um So you're never ever going to be lacking on content. And we will see you after the game. We will be doing a live show immediately at the gun. um So we will be talking and wrapping up what our thoughts were about the Dolphins game.
4: And if I haven't said this before, appreciate every single one of every single one of us every, every single one of you who take the time to listen to the babbling that Omar and I do on a regular basis much appreciated
2: much appreciated folks all right we will see you later today oops i should probably put up the
4: or hit on stream maybe